0: Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey chickens. Uh, a whole other week of Power of the Doctor reactions. Oh my God, it's exciting. Um, so, where we left off, I was uh, reading through James's reactions. Uh, he was talking about Ace not having aged. Um, and one of his other points was just once I want on a Kate story where she's not in the shadow of the brig. Oh, I know. And that mean moment where the master said your dad was an idiot. Um, although. Look, to be fair, the doctor did call him an idiot frequently back in the day (laughs) because the doctor's always trying to, you know, work out the peaceful solution with aliens or creatures from under the sea. And the brigadier was just like, blow it up. blow it up and that's one thing I like about kate she's like yeah i'm she's kind of like halfway between the doctor and the brigadier um but yeah if you listen to the unit stories she's got a lot more agency because there's no doctor around and she's in charge um and she's often uh she's kind of a bit sidelined because it's a, a lot of them is the a lot of the focus is on uh Osgood and the various other members of unit that she's got kind of around her because they're all kind of like just faceless army men but in the Audios, there's a bunch of um kind of, you know, interesting characters. One of who does become does he become half auton? I can't remember. Uh <laughs> there's all sorts of stuff going on. And then there's one of the colonels who she's um mates with who's kind of brings a brigadierish sort of uh air to it. Um but, yeah, it's it's really fun. Uh, and she kind of often will come in and in, in at the end with, you know, all the solutions. Like the Doctor. Uh, <laughs> in a kind of like deus ex machina kind of business. Uh, anyway, yeah, Kate is always overshadowed by the Brick. And that's – I guess it's that thing. It's like trying to – Pay homage to where the character came from, and yeah. But yeah, it does feel like a long shadow. Um, James also says the encounter in the Borderlands with her past selves was very reminiscent of the new adventures, which included more than their share of Doctor encounters their past selves in the afterlife malarkey. Oh my god, they did. I remember, like... One of the earliest ones, I think the first Paul Cornell one in the Time Worm, was it like, you know, there was like a four, like they had these weird, vaguely interlinked um, sort of storylines going on in the New Adventures when they first started printing them, which was, I think, when I was living in the UK. So, when I moved over there, Doctor Who was meant to come back on and it just never did. Um and yeah, I like I was studying at the London Cartoon Centre and all the people that I was kind of studying with were pitching new adventures and stuff. Um but yeah, the there was one like I distinctly remember with so there were the seventh doctor and they were kind of like more grown up adventures, supposedly. Um and yeah, the doctor did something with the telepathic circuits where he just was talking to all his old selves. And it was kind of difficult. Cause like, it's not like when you're writing a book, you can say the Hartnell doctor and the Pertwee doctor, like, or, you know, I can't remember whether they were saying first or third, but there would be like these long explanations of what they were wearing. So you could work out which one it was, but yeah. So I think it was, with, was it with the telepathic circuits? It was very strange. Um, that first Paul Cornell book is berserk. Like it is very peculiar. There's some weird stuff on the moon. Um, But it was fun. I remember enjoying it. Um, James also says it made a lot of sense that it was Ace and Tegan who had the chance to meet their doctors. Of all the classic companions that are available, they needed a coda to their stories. Tegan due to her traumatic exit and Ace because of her lack of any exit at all. Perhaps Perry would be the other one. Although she's obviously very busy being married to King ekanos Um... <laughs> Just like, stuck with Brian Blessed on another planet. The horror. <laughs> um, there is an interesting uh, one, like, a—I think it's a comic book that was written by Colin Baker. Um, is that Age of Chaos? Uh, which is one of the many, you know, finales for Perry. It's kind of weird that Perry, Mel, and... Um, Ace all have this weird timeline where, because they were never kind of satisfactorily explained um, on the TV, they've all kind of had these really interesting, um, you know, lives in other media, whether it be Big Finish or the comic books or the New Adventures novels, trying to explain how they either met the Doctor or how they left the Doctor and. There's no kind of agreed one which is correct. (laughs) So, it's all kind of like, I don't know. (laughs) It's all kind of up in the air. Um, uh, James says, I've heard a lot of grumbling about the costume change in the regeneration. Yes. To that, I say pish. (laughs) A, because the effect clearly shows that there's something odd happening. It does. It's it's not normal and the doctor clutching at their clothes is like oh what is this and b this is a russell t davis choice i'm sure he knows exactly what he's doing with it i do hope that at some point we see shooty gutwa in jody's costume though oh that would be amazing although looking at that that teaser trailer it looks like he's wearing the um david tennant outfit but kind of undone um so maybe maybe the, the 14th doctor slash 10th doctor finally decides he's gonna consummate his relationship with donna even though they're completely platonic um and it's at that moment he dies uh, i don't know why his shirt's undone and his tie's completely undone and he's not wearing a jacket it's just you know uh, i always think the worst um but it would be good to see shoot. And the other thing I'm con- I'm concerned about is like I don't know if that, you know that bit that brief bit of Shooty gutwa um, in the the brief trailer, whether that's actually from the show or is that like a, I don't know, like a, a kind of a from the audition or from something else. Like he's clearly wearing a costume and he's on some sort of blue screeny bit of business. Um. But what's happening with – because all the the stuff we've seen of him lately where he's, you know, been doing publicity and stuff and he's starting filming this month, he's not got a moustache. Um, he's completely bald-faced. Uh, and then in that clip he had a moustache. So, unless he's going to, like, degenerate out of his moustache, like – Jodie, we can degenerate it out of her clothes. Um, I've made that sound worse than it is. Uh, Who knows? But, yeah, I'd be interested to see what exactly is going on. Um, So, uh, James says, on the regeneration, sublime. The best things since Eccleston. Yeah, I agree. Um, Restrained with time for goodbyes and a cracker of a last line. I've read that her final two lines were swapped in the edit good choice visually beautiful too on the cliff with the sea the cinematography reminded me a lot of the lush look of the woman who fell to earth i will definitely watch this one many times yeah it was a wonderful regeneration i was talking to justin hamilton about this the other day we go for a walk around the park every weekend um It's a big park. It's like a 5K walk. Uh, But, yeah, we were discussing um, how we felt this went. By the way, if you want to hear Justin talking about Doctor Who, his big squid podcast has um, Rove McManus in it. (laughs) He was telling me, like, Rove was just like, you know, like, we've got to talk about it. (laughs) like So, we had to put up an extra episode. So, uh, feel free to go and have a listen to that. Um, But, yeah, Josie and I were saying, like I was like I feel like it's the best regeneration since Eccleston because Eccleston felt like it was organically part of the story like it came out of the story whereas I feel like the others felt weirdly tacked on in a way that I didn't really love like the the tenant one was that double episode end of time and it just like I would have I don't know I I would have preferred he died you know, when his hand sucked up the <laughs> regeneration en- energy. I thought that was amazing. Um And I get the impression that was maybe what was meant to happen. Um, There was meant to be a regeneration then or something, or maybe, you know, like his hand sucks off the regeneration energy so he doesn't die straight away, but eventually he does because it's like, oh... I can't cheat death for this long sort of thing. Um, but then Stephen Moffat obviously wasn't ready to start the next series, so Russell T Davies had to do a bunch of specials in the in, in between times. Um, and then the whole, then the end of time happened, which was just a bit underwhelming. Like, you know, I love Welf being a companion, but just was not my favourite. Um, and it was just really strange with all the... <laughs> Timothy Dalton business, and the you know the time of the Doctor, like we just had the fiftieth anniversary special, and it just you know then he got really old on that planet, and it just kind of there was that whole thing with not River Song that could fly the TARDIS, the, you know the, the that was weird, and then the Peter Capaldi one where it felt like a really natural regeneration at the end of World Enough and Time, and then we had to go through the whole you know twice upon a time thing which was a story with no stakes it was just very strange Um, anyway heaps more of your uh, thoughts and theories uh, are coming Um, it's going to be a whole week of power of the doctor so get them into me